Well, hey there, and thank you for checking out Newsmax Daily. Today is Thursday, June 29th, 2023. One more day till Friday and one more day to go in the month of June 2023. Amazing. And speaking of amazing, no, not the Mets, the Yankees pitcher Domingo Herman or Germán threw the first perfect game since 2012 last night. Only the 24th perfect game in MLB history. Think about that. Only 24 perfect games in the decades and decades and decades of MLB history. Domingo, congratulations. The fourth perfect game in Yankee history. 24th in MLB history. Enjoy this. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Courtesy of the Yes Network, there were a lot of hugs and handshakes going around, of course, after that. And today is National Handshake Day. A good, solid handshake seems to be yet another one of the things, another custom or sign of respect, an unspoken oath of your word that is on the decline. Though, with some thanks to the pandemic, I guess, founded in 2005, National Handshake Day is meant to promote the importance of the handshake as a way to make a good first impression, young men and ladies. Today is also National Camera Day, and there are a lot of camera enthusiasts out there. This is all about the camera, not so much the photography itself. And Catholics worldwide are observing St. Peter's Day, which honors the life, the teachings, and the contributions of St. Peter, of course, one of the Twelve Apostles and first Pope of the Roman Catholic Church. A day of special masses and prayer gatherings, especially in Rome, Italy, where his grave is marked by St. Peter's Basilica at the Vatican. I was fortunate enough to visit there for almost three weeks when I was 20 years old, and and man, have I been wanting desperately to go back ever since then. And 20 was a long, long time ago. If you're going anywhere, it looks like the airlines are finally getting control of the chaos that has ensued all week after more delays yesterday. Although today, as I mentioned yesterday, volume will start picking up for the 4th of July holiday weekend. United Airlines saying staffing shortages only added to weather and FAA issues already impacting the industry. And another moron is facing charges today for getting into it with a flight attendant. This happening on a uh, Delta flight from Detroit to Fort Lauderdale. It always seems like when there's a problem on a flight, it's coming from or going to Florida. I hate to say that since I live in Florida, but this guy was uh, on the flight that had to be averted to Atlanta. Once you touch the flight attendant, you're done. They took both the, the father and it looked like a daughter in the police car. So they're in big trouble. Yeah, they, most likely the father, is in big trouble. And although I called him a moron, I don't want to be too quick to judge since he was with his child. Maybe something happened with the child. Maybe he was protecting the child. Or maybe he's a moron and he did something really stupid in front of his child. The airline said in a statement that it doesn't tolerate threats or abuse of any kind towards its employees. And another Delta plane, meanwhile, landed safely at Charlotte Douglas International Airport without its landing gear. All right, folks, hang on. This could be a little rough. Fortunately, everyone is okay. And these flights are not cheap. I mean, if you're flying Delta United American, especially, you are paying top dollar. And if you're planning to travel, get ready, because the price of airlines, like everything else, has gone up. Guess what? Bidenomics is working. When I took office, the pandemic was raging, 
and our economy was reeling. And folks, it's no accident. That's Bidenomics in action. Bidenomics is about building an economy from the middle out and the bottom up, not the top down. I told you about it yesterday, President Biden campaigning and fundraising in Chicago, and that is the big story, or one of the big stories, Bidenomics. All right, let's bring in former governor of Arkansas and former presidential candidate Mike Huckabee to expose Biden's lies on the current state of the economy. Mike, I watched this thing. It was lie, 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 and then take a breather and lie some more. I don't mean to be mean to the guy, but it was all bull crap. It was all bull crap. It was an oxymoron to call that stuff Biden-omics because nothing about what Biden's doing is a successful economic policy. Your thoughts on what you heard? Well, my good friend Larry Gatlin would call that bovine droppings, just to be a little polite about the whole thing. But uh, you pretty well nailed it. I mean, there's no real sense that anybody in America is saying, wow, the economy is just doing so well under Joe Biden. First of all, they know what it's costing them to go buy groceries. They know what it's costing them to buy gas. And they know what it was like when Trump was president. And so they look at the comparison. They look at utilities. They look at clothing, travel is up substantially from what it was. If you just start taking everything into consideration, I don't know of anybody who's saying, wow, I'm doing so much better. And the interest rates, I was thinking about maybe refinancing my home. I had one of those three point rates that I had under Trump, and now I can get one for 8%. Boy, I'd like to refinance so I could make my bank wealthier. Across the board, Eric, The economy is not done well under Joe Biden, and I don't know how anybody pretends that it is. Yeah, Mike, you and I haven't talked about this for a very, very long time. Interest rates are high because they're trying to stave off additional inflation, which is at 4%. Trump gave them a 1.4% inflation rate. Mike Huckabee on the balance with Eric Bowling. When he talks about how many jobs he created, let's just put that in perspective. We lost millions of jobs because of COVID, And the government told everybody they had to shut their businesses down. So, yeah, there was rampant unemployment. Then suddenly we got through the pandemic and people went back to work. Those aren't new job creations. Those are people going to jobs that they had to quit because the government told them they did. So this is, again, nonsense when Biden pretends, look at all these jobs I have created. No, Joe, let's look at how many jobs got destroyed because the government policy under both Republican and Democrat administrations really wasn't based on the best science. You know, he lied about the deficit. He lied about the national debt. He lied about jobs, as, as you point out. He talked a big game about green energy, but you can't have it both ways. If you want to push green energy, gas prices are going to go up. They have to. Electricity prices are going to go up. They have to. You know, in wages, though, you, t- you mentioned high interest rates. When inflation is four, five, six, seven, nine percent, and wages go up by one or two percent, that is real loss. That's the real actual net loss of wages. So this idea that wages are going up, they're not even close enough to compete with inflation. You're, you have a dollar, it's going to be less. It's worth less than it was when he was elected. It's going to be worth less when he's unelected in 2024. The Balance with Eric Bowling featuring a parade of fantastic guests as weeknights at 8 o'clock Eastern. More on Biden's comments and the presidential election from former presidential advisor to both Bill Clinton and Donald Trump, Dick Morris. To, be, to have the chutzpah to say in this economy with $5 gas, uh, 
8%, 7, 8% inflation when you count food and energy, uh, bank failures happening every couple of weeks, and to set price of oil at 100, almost 100 bucks a gallon, gas over five. To say that you're going to run on Bidenomics, you have to be absolutely demented uh, or, or have colossal, unbelievable gall. But the important thing about what's happening is that Biden has always had a bad job rating, but now he's got a bad personal favorability rating. And my friend John, Jim and John McLaughlin over there, in their monthly polling in January, Biden had a 41% personal negative. Now he has a 56% personal negative. Mm. So the stuff about Hunter Biden and and the scandals and the uh, the, the the Justice Department rigging everything um, and the Trump indictment itself are working to Trump's advantage here. Yeah. And really hurting Biden badly. Let's buy Bidenomics or maybe, you know, bringing your son who just has a plea deal to the state dinner. A lot of a lot of optics here. Dick Morris on Newsmax with Bianca De La Garza. And according to the most recent morning consult poll, Donald Trump is now leading Joe Biden for the first time in a hypothetical general election by three percentage points. Obviously, still a huge lead in the Republican Party, but for the first time leading in a hypothetical general election. For more on some of the other comments, made by President Biden, we go to the Chris Salcedo Show. President Biden, how involved were you in your son's Chinese shakedown text message? Were you sitting there? Were you involved? Were you involved? Were you? No. Wow. Joe Biden lashing out at a reporter in response to a question about his involvement in his son's overseas business dealings with our foreign enemies. This comes after another one of Hunter Biden's text messages has emerged showing he demanded $10 million from a China energy associate, bragging that the Bidens are the, quote, best at delivering for the company's chairman. The walls are closing in. And judging from grumpy pants Joe Biden's response there, I think he knows it. Let's bring in someone who knows a lot about how suspects can behave when they're put under pressure. Former NYPD commissioner and Newsmax contributor Bernie Carrick. Bernie, it's good to see you. Uh, you've been involved Thank in your you. fair share of interrogations. You, you know, what's your read on Joe Biden's public responses now that, quote unquote, the walls are closing in? Well, listen, you know, you can see him getting angry there. Uh, I, I don't know if he's getting angry because, you know, he knows he's guilty or he's getting angry because... He has no idea where he is and what he's talking about. Uh, you know, um, this is a guy that, uh, you know, he's talking about uh, Putin, um, you know, uh, dealing with Iraq. Um, so, you know, I, I put out a tweet today and I said, I think it's the, it's time for a guardian, uh, a Leiden for, uh, for Mr. Biden. Somebody's, you know, they're obviously not taking care of him in the White House. Joe Biden should Obviously. be embarrassed to let this guy uh, walk around the way he does. Um, somebody's got to take care of him. Yeah, a lot of folks have observed that uh, Jill Biden and the Democrat Party using are, are committing elder abuse. And, yeah. and, you know, it's all well and good if it was just Joe. I mean, not not well and good, but it would be bad enough because it was Joe Biden they were abusing. But they're abusing the entire country as a result of all this. Chris Salcedo with former New York City Police Commissioner Bernard Carrick. And when you have the former top cop who once worked at Rikers Island, you have to ask about Jeffrey Epstein's mysterious alleged suicide, right? 
A new DOJ watchdog report claims Jeffrey Epstein's suicide was the result of negligence and misconduct by prison officials who are under the purview of the very same federal government. The report says widespread disregard of Bureau of Prison policies and procedures led to the excess of bed linens being left in the cell uh, materials Epstein used in his suicide. The DOJ also claimed they did not uncover any evidence contradicting the FBI's determination there was no criminality connection with how Epstein died. You know, I've never heard a good explanation, Bernie, as to why the cameras were turned off on Epstein's, Epstein's cell. What do you make of all this? A whitewash? Well, listen, as somebody that ran Rikers Island, the, the biggest jail system in the nation for six years, I can tell you that this was a major screw up in many, many ways. Um, but their comments that there was no criminality, um, there was obstruction, uh, there was changing of documents. Um, there were things that happened um, by the officers that were actually on duty, that were sleeping. If this was a police department, a municipal police department somewhere in the country, and they had the same types of issues, they would lock those cops up. They would arrest them. If this was a jail or prison system, a state jail, county jail in the states that was involved or engaged in the same behavior, somebody would have gotten arrested by the FBI. So I find it crazy that the Bureau of Prisons, which is, it, it falls under the purview of the Department of Justice, you know, nobody's been arrested, no real disciplinary issues uh, that I've heard of have uh, been enforced on, on the people there. And, um, and these questions about, <laughs> These questions about whether it was suicide or not. Listen, I've seen people commit suicide in jails where they basically lay down, take a pair of socks and strangle themselves. Can it happen? Yes. Is that what happened here? I don't think we'll ever know because, you know, the cameras weren't working. Uh, the staff was asleep. It was like all these things that happened happened in the right way for there to be no accountability and no real idea of what happened within that cell. That's former New York City Police Commissioner Bernie Carrick on the Chris Salcedo show. And the truth of the matter is that nobody really cares, right? Je I mean, about Jeffrey Epstein dying or being killed, whichever. Epstein was one of the biggest slime balls to ever walk the face of the earth. But the Department of Justice claims there was no foul play. Another potential DOJ cover-up or potential DOJ mistake, that is what the issue is here. And for more on potential DOJ botched investigations or cover-ups, Newsmax spoke with former acting director of national intelligence, Rick Grinnell. Rick, one of the criticisms we've heard is that when it comes to Hunter Biden, what he ended up being charged with, uh, getting a plea deal, uh, was so narrow and when the observation from Merrick Garland is he could have charged him anywhere, anywhere in the country, but there are critics that say it's not the charging. It was the investigation that was stymied. He, they were not, Weiss was not going beyond this very narrow lane. And I actually believe this whistleblower. I think they've got a lot of credibility. They weren't trying to jump in the process too early. They were giving justice a chance to to play out. And now this whistleblower has come forward because 
he doesn't feel like the process was good. But I like the fact that he waited uh, on the process. He, he waited patiently. He wanted to see if the process would work. And now he's coming forward to say the process didn't work. And here's why. To me, that's a lot of credibility. This is not somebody who's trying to influence the actual investigation like a leaked audio tape is trying to do. And so I, I think that we've got a problem in Washington, D.C. with people who uh, really are doing the, the rule of D.C. rather than the rule of law. And to me, the rest of America is suffering and we see it. We see this swamp behavior. We see the two-tier justice system, the two-tier process for uh, leaks. And uh, if you're a Republican, you get one uh, standard. And if you're a Democrat, you get another. And that's how countries are ruined. Rick Grinnell on American Agenda. So Rick lives in California and was recently honored for being the first openly gay member of a presidential cabinet. You thought it was Pete Buttigieg, but it's actually Rick Grinnell. Now, this was at a ceremony in California where he was totally disrespected by California Democrats because he's a conservative. And he will tell us more in a moment. You know that old saying, good things come in small packages? Well, I've been telling you about my great experience with the Eden Pure Thunderstorm air purifier. It's only about the size of your hand, but powerful enough to kill viruses, mold, and odors quickly. I now have a couple of these in my home, and it is amazing how I can actually smell the cleaner, fresher, healthier air in our home. My wife, who suffers from allergies, is really happy with it. We put one in our bedroom, which she says is helping her sleep better. Eden better. And because it's a purifier and not a filter, you don't have to keep on buying filters. It has no filter. You just plug it in and it does its thing. Right now, you can save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack for whole home protection and comfort. Go to EdenPureDeals.com and put in discount code TONY, like my name, save 200 bucks. That's Eden, E-D-E-N, PureDeals.com. Discount code TONY. And shipping is free. This is at the state senate in California. And you were being honored as the first openly gay member of a presidential cabinet. Of course, you're also former ambassador to Germany. Uh, it, it's just, uh, what did you feel at, at that moment when you observed and realized what was happening? Look, when, when I entered the floor and they walked out um, and they were trying to carry the banter of diversity and tolerance, I think I was feeling uh, laughter. Um, I could sense the hypocrisy. I knew people would see the hypocrisy. You don't get to carry a banner saying, you know, we're going to be tolerant, but then you can't sit and listen to someone being honored. They literally ran out of the room. Uh, it's like a kid running out of the room with their fingers in their ears. And, and I think the the regular American people, certainly Californians, see this. This is the death of common sense. People who pretend to be saying I'm tolerant and I'm for diversity, but they can't even hear a dissenting view. You know, my dad used to say to me, shut up, sit down and listen. You might learn something. And I think we got to get back to just common sense where you can hear your neighbor's opinion without completely panicking or trying to cancel them. You can listen to a dissenting view without freaking out. Um, we are not going to be a great country if we can't hear dissenting views. 
Exactly. And thank you, Rick Grinnell. Great advice for everybody. I mean, we can't even have a conversation anymore. Big happenings at the Supreme Court today. The court is expected to hand down, and depending upon when you're listening, may have already handed down a new round of opinions, including the one that could determine whether President Biden's $400 billion plan to forgive student loan debt is constitutional or not. The justices could also put an end to the controversial affirmative action programs. And they will certainly be talking about it all on Newsmax all day and night long. Now available on most major cable systems, including AT&T, Xfinity, Comcast, DirecTV, Dish, Fios, and many others. It's also available on platforms like Apple TV, Amazon, Roku, and more. And make sure you get the Newsmax app. It's easy to download on your smartphone. It's free. And thank you for listening to Newsmax Daily. I'm Tony Marino. See you right back here tomorrow. Enjoy the rest of your day and keep on fighting the good fight. News breaks every minute, every day. You need the app, the Newsmax app. Find it free on your smartphone store. Then watch us anytime, anywhere.